Good afternoon, Patriots. And it's Thursday, March 3rd in the year 2022. I can't believe it's Thursday already. It's crazy. This week has absolutely flown by. I guess we should call it like the week of Ukraine and send Putin a thank you note for it's the week that COVID died. Unbelievable and absolutely insane. And just a quick call out. Remember, and you'll find all these links below the podcast, thefoundersbible.com, thefoundersbible.com. Your promo code there is BARDS for the Bible of our time. Also, you have Expedition, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com, which is the warrior coffee of our time for your health and strengthen your immune system and your mental focus all day. And mypillow.com, mypillow.com forward slash BARDS is the BARDS Nation landing page with your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, for all sorts of great and amazing savings for the what is likely to be the best company in America with a CEO that walks with Christ. So that's pretty awesome. So in looking at this whole situation right now and the insanity that's going on, there is a point that people have come to that I hope people will come to, and that is that we're going to accept the fact and have to accept the fact that everything is done, meaning the systems that we knew are over. There's no going back. The problem people keep having right now is they keep clinging on to the hope that the system that they grew up with, that the system that they know will somehow magically reset itself with a new election, with, I don't know, a a military coup that's going to come in and save the day with the return of Donald Trump. This is bigger than any of that. And if you really look around and are honest with one another, and we have to be honest with each other, so much of that that I believe that God's led us to right now is for us to open our eyes and see what's actually happening. You can't, here's just a simple data point. The global banking system is built on a foundation of four quad trillion, I can't even count that number, four quadrillion dollars in derivative debt. Derivative debt is unsecured debt. It's magic money. And there's four quadrillion of that that's running this entire system. The Fed said yesterday that it's going to do something about inflation. And you're like, what's that going to be? Well, there's only a few things the Fed can do. Print more funny money and raise interest rates. Both of those have destructive effects, and it's just putting a Band-Aid on things until things finally implode. And I, and I think the other issue that's at hand here is that people keep thinking, well, like, okay, well, somebody good is going to take hold of the banking system. You have the things like the Jacera QFS nonsense. It's like, okay, I mean, I've said this before. If you do Jacera, and people love to dream about Jacera, which is – the same thing as a UBI, by the way. The whole Great Reset is built. If you look carefully at what the Great Reset is telling you, it's telling you the same thing that Jacera is telling you. It just is done by Les, one's done by Les Schwab, and one's done by some other person that you apparently or people apparently trust more. I don't trust either because at the end of the day, they're both offering the same thing: debt removal or forgiveness 
and a replacement of a UBI, universal basic income of some fashion. And then you have this thing. It's like, okay, well, since when, and correct me if I'm wrong, but please tell me since when one of these elites or these banksters has ever said that they're going to do something nice for you and give you money and forgive your debt. It's just not going to happen. And that's, I think, our biggest challenge is that all of us need to step away from these illusions. And look, we all fall into them. I'm not, I always say this, I don't pedestalize myself. We'd love to think about it. It's a lot easier when we think about somebody else fixing it for us. It's like, hey, Fred, what's going on today? Well, nothing. Are you, are you active in the protest? No, I've decided to kick back, throw my feet up. I'm waiting for my free check from the UBI, my forgiveness of debt. So I'm not worried if the bank repossesses my house because it's not going to happen because I'm going to get my debt forgiven. And apparently the, the white hats, I understand, are coming in on their shiny silver-clad horse, horses and they're going to save us all from the Luciferians. Cool. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> Except that it won't happen. Be like, oh no, that's cool. Yeah, okay, nice, whatever. So, this is reality. Is really where we need to anchor ourselves. And one beautiful thing about God is that God likes us to be in reality. He's kind of like, uh, yeah. Glad you went to the baseball game. Glad you had that those boiled peanuts. But can we uh, get back to some real stuff here, like Jesus? Can we get back to Jesus? You're like, sure thing. So it is, there's so much distraction out there right now. And the only place we really can turn for a grounding in anything is God. And, and to me, that's what's so amazing about this time. God's doing this. God's doing this. This is, you know, the plan, whatever the plan. God's moving this in mighty ways, but God's going to shake the earth. And it just, so I get clear, I mean, you don't have to wait for a tornado or an earthquake or a tidal wave or a meteor shower, whatever. I mean, like I said, four quad trillion in debt that's about ready to blow up isn't going to be a good thing. Remember, everything that we're witnessing right now, the dollar is what weaves the world financial system together. And when you have the, the head of the Fed sitting in front of a committee in Congress telling people, well, the, that the dollar is the reserve currency, and then he goes on to say, yeah, but we can have a world where there's more than one reserve currency. What he just told you, and he did say this, actually. He said that the world would have more reserve currency. Just so you know, I did a project for Department of Defense back in 2013, I think it was, and this was one of the things that we were looking at was a world, a multipolar world, it's called, multipolar, which is where you have multiple reserve currencies. The only problem is in those reserve currencies, to my knowledge, the dollar is not in this basket of new reserve currencies. Keep that in mind. So what does that look like for you and I? That means that when we get out here, suddenly our dollar goes from being the backbone to the entire world banking system to all of a sudden... Our dollar is only good in our own country. And you can imagine what that's going to do for buying power across the globe. Since we are dependent on imports from everybody, 
you think prices are high now, you think gas costs is high, are high now, wait till you see that and scarcity to combine. So a lot of this you're seeing is smoke and mirrors preparing the United States public, getting them accustomed to rapid inflation and so forth. And we're going to continue that after our prayer. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are here today and blessed as we always are coming together to reflect very deeply on this world. And Lord, I think the first and foremost we need to say today is hear us. We cannot be following the idols of politics and the idols of promises of men. We And we have stumbled here, all of us. We have walked a path where we have at one point or another been led astray by those who have made great promises but are not humbled and connected to you, Father. So forgive us for that walk. Lord, we are trying to continue to navigate a very complicated and complex path, and yet if we're going to be honest, as we must be before you, we make that path more complicated than it is. Again, forgive us. The path to you, with you, Lord, is ultimately very simple. We just have to listen. So, Lord, we pray for listening today. We pray that we can hear you more clearly. We can see the path that you want us to walk. And more importantly, to just walk and place our feet where you've already decided we needed to go. That means we have to trust you, Lord. So please forgive us for any lack of trust we've had. We remember we are reminded in Ephesians 1.11, so spoken as the exact time of why this prayer was set up originally for Ephesians 1.11, but we're reminded by these words, in him we have obtained an inheritance, having been, been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. And thus we are reminded that we need to, we cannot walk without you, that we cannot be fed on bread alone. And yet we are in a world, Lord, where we forget things too easily. We, we look forward to the sorts of things that have little to do with our walk here in a world that should be anchored in our love of you and in loving Christ. So forgive us for those deviations. Lord, we're reminded as well in Colossians 2, 3, 23, 24, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Lord, we are all guilty of not listening to those words and that wisdom. We must return to the walk in obedience to our Lord Christ. We must serve him in all things. And so, Lord, we ask today for an, just the clarity on each step and each breath that we can continue to awaken to how we've been deceived or pulled away from that path and how we can reunite with the unity in the body of Christ. We are in such a time right now the temptations are everywhere. And it's some of those temptations are even the temptation of fear or anxiety. They are placed before us, and instead of casting them aside, knowing that with you there is no fear, we get sucked into the dramas of the events 
of our time, which keep us always away from you and towards the dramas created by men. There is so much of this going on these days, Lord. And so we pray for the strength of walking within the love of Christ, the strength of walking within the love of you, and that clarity that comes from that. And clarity seems to be a word that just keeps coming up, clarity and trust. A word right now that we've taken for granted. The great awakening is deeper than anything we imagined. The great awakening isn't just knowledge, it's faith. And faith at a level that I think we all know is deeper than we ever thought possible. And what a glorious gift that is, Lord. Which the doors that you're opening that only you can open. That we're now walking through. And we know that each of these steps we're having to let go of things, perceptions, idolatries, anchors, things that we were shaped in our world to believe in, which were just lies. So much of what we were told to believe in, which were just deceptions. Having used the formation of our language and the perspective of how we are, our histories were told to shape our world, to contain us, to control us, and ultimately to keep us away from you. Lord, we pray for eyes to open, and even for ourselves, to eyes to open wider than we ever thought possible, to truly have eyes to see in ways we never imagined, to have ears to hear, to hear you, Lord, in ways we never comprehended, and in doing so, to keep us on this path, to continue to walk away from the deceptions and lures of this darkness, to not be concerned about what is to come, because the one principal thing of all of this, Lord, is that you will be with us, you will guide us, you will provide all that we need. And so again, we're reminded by 1 Corinthians ten thirteen, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And let us remember who we serve here again, our Lord Christ. And when we keep that in mind and we totally embrace the idea of enduring whatever is before us, we understand the greater purpose of why we are here. And we have often forgotten this, Lord. So again, forgive us. Father, we are in a time now more than ever that we're eager to be forward and walking and being strong and some of that eagerness and youthfulness will at times trip us up. So again, hear our hearts. It's not what we seek to do, but we know we will because in the end we're imperfect. Forgive us for those things and guide us, Lord, as we are here in this new and, ex and glorious path, a path that's trying and working a way to separate us purely from what was to create something purely new and amazing that we're yet to discover, and we're discovering it drip by drip, crumb by crumb. As we move closer to it, we can feel that draw, and we're so exhilarated, and we're so grateful. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for all you bring and all you have done to bring us in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. There, is, there are so many challenges ahead, and there is so much deception ahead. And it's going to get worse because in the end, 
There's only a handful of people in the world that are engineering a takeover of the entire globe. And when I say a handful, we're not talking millions. There's millions of compliant idiots that are obeying the orders and directions of this handful. But we're going to talk about this later tonight on Bards FM, but it's something Jim Rickards has talked about, who I have followed a long time. Rickards is solid, one of the most solid strategic under view economists in the world has advised the government on all sorts of massive financial threats. Really good guy. He's not on the show. I'm just going to play some of his clips and talk on some of my own research that goes with his, but it is important to understand that this handful of people is probably in the tens of thousands that are engineering a fate for the mil- billions on this planet. Our numbers far outweigh theirs. The problem is we keep being stuck in these narratives of anxiety, fear, drama, anger. I mean, it's stunning to me that you have people that are literally willing to start packing up and going to fight in Ukraine off of a simple narrative, which Kamala Harris actually said, Russia's bigger than Ukraine. That's a big country going after a little country, and that's not right. That's literally about what she said. I played that clip here. And you have people now mimicking and parroting that, those words because they'll, in their own admission, they're saying, well, you know, I'm afraid. So can you imagine what Ukrainian people are? What are you afraid of? I think that's the big question is what are people afraid of? This boogeyman of fear is amazing because we've gone from completely gagging yourself to death with a mask, taking an injection, which nobody asked what was in it, which is an experimental injection with boosters for no reason, living in this state of fear, knowing that this injection is damaging people horrendously, and sterilizing people and causing just and killing people. And so that fear, which was massively consuming, which changed everything, people willfully handing away their rights, people willing to accept passports, willing to have open segregation, willing to beat people in anger. I mean, the, the, the emotions around that injection are stunning. And yet, and I'm, I was amazed as myself. I mean, I'm looking at this country going, what just happened? It was like watching the toilet paper frenzy on steroids when, when you consider how long of a duration this fear cycle has had. And then comes Ukraine. I really thought we had met peak stupid in the COVID period, and Ukraine has pushed this to a whole new level which tells me there's a lot of people out there with just broken souls. And the beautiful thing about Bard's Nation, and I think we've worked this together well, and if you're new to Bard's Nation, welcome, but you're going to find something pretty amazing here. There isn't a lot of fear that sits in the ranks of Bard's Nation. I would argue... In fact, what we have is 
a nation of people that really understand and we're growing in that understanding. So let me qualify that. Nobody is a master of this, but we're continuing to grow in the deeper understandings of fear not. And with that, it gives us a completely different perspective. And I think another great thing about it is it's allowed us to walk the narrow path, at least towards that narrow gate. And I'm not saying this to like brag to the world, though I guess I'm boasting a little bit because <laughs> God's like, uh, are you telling the truth? Like, not really, because I am kind of bragging to the world. <laughs> I'm bragging to the world about a whole bunch of cool people. Sorry, Lord, but I got to do it. Once in a while, you got to let me slip it in there. Be like, yeah, we're cool. <laughs> we're the cool kids on the block. Oh, what the heck? Yeah, we're cool. Like, we're really cool. So that's it. That's it. I did it. Just done it. Forget it. I, I can't uh, I can't take it back. If God tells me to pray on it later, I'll be like, all right, yes, 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 I did it. My goodness. <laughs> Oh, man, I'll tell you. We need to have some sanity in this world. And I think the best sanity out here is like Bard's Nation. Like, at least we can come together and just go, what are we looking at? And you know the best part is? If we all could get us, if we get us all together in one place, I swear right now, about every day, somebody be probably pulling out the ribs. Our mod bear be out there cooking every day with ribs. And our other mod, the Conley, would be out here making cookies every day. He'd be like, come on, let's go have a cookie and ribs party. And then we'd have M.A. and he'd be making, that's another one of our great mods, M.A. would be making, you haven't known he's done this. He did a he did a grilled cheese wrapped in bacon. I'm not kidding. This is like the best. So you'd be having all these awesome meals. We'd all be like needing an exercise program. We had to hire trainers or something. Because we'd be sitting here watching this going, okay, whatever. It's all good. Got to keep our stride up. Always can. I never, you know, I read a lot of these posts of these, some of the anons, and they're like, okay, here's an inspiration for the day. And I'm like, who has to do this? There's no inspiration needed. We're going to talk truth and we're going to talk our love in God. That's it. There you go. Knowledge and faith. We're rocking it right there. And I love it when we do it. So we are a great group in a great time and it is a beautiful time to be alive and there's a lot of distractions and a lot of frustrations don't forget to laugh take a little moment sometimes just to laugh and if you're laughing at somebody remember later to tell god you're sorry but it was sure fun laughing at their dumbness because <laughs> i do i'm like i'm literally like god are you are you kidding me like, is, is this for real when I'm looking at how did we get here? And, and you know, this is always the good conversation. Uh, God, did you make this one? And he'd be like, uh-huh, shut up. Like, okay. <laughs> That's it. Conversation over. Moving on. All right, Patriots. I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. We're going to have a good conversation tonight. We're going to get into something that uh, I came across today on a video I'm going to kind of break down by uh, Rickards and it's going to it's really talking about this financial control and financial flip that they're anticipating doing 
and that'll kind of set up for some additional discussions tomorrow on Bards FM. We're going to talk, get into county by county a little bit and dig into that. So have a blessed day. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers going. And take some time to laugh with God a bit. That's that rock of faith. And that's that intimacy with Father. He enjoys a good laugh. And we can laugh with him. Because there is a, there is kind of, as much as there is heaviness, there's also a lot of craziness right now. And we have to look at a lot of it that way. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Have a blessed day, patriots. Again, see you tonight for Bards FM or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country.
evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.